Welcome to The O Show, your number one podcast for everything training, mindset, and nutrition. I am your host, Oren McCurry, and it is my goal to help you access the best information around to allow you to kick ass in the gym, in the kitchen, and most importantly, in your head. Between my own experiences and those of my amazing guests, I'm confident we will do that. So let's strap in and level up your life starting right now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, guys. Welcome to today's episode of The O Show. I am your host, Oren McCarry, and today I am with the lovely chef from Mind You, who is a PT at Revel Fitness and is somebody who has her own podcast, has a very interesting journey, and I'm very excited to have her on to chat about that journey. Shea, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. Thanks, Oren. Thanks for uh, having me on the podcast. Uh I'm a little bit nervous because I've been listening to you, like binge listening, and then here I am, you're doing the intro, and I've had this intro so many times, and I'm like, ah! Oh. There we go, it's just your name now instead of <laughs> our, my guest is X, it's, oh, shit, <laughs> like, oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are so you mate, today? Like, yeah, good, mate, good. I'm excited for this because... Mm-hmm. It was actually your partner, Steve, who put it forward. And I was like, this is such a good idea because I like to have local trainers on to just expose good people to the podcast, right? Not everyone is going to be able to or want to train with me, but somebody might be right up your street or might be looking at a female coach who's like, oh, you know what? I need a PT in person who is a female who lives close to me and, and they might just tick all the boxes. And by you being on here today, it gives you that exposure. So I was like, Oh, of course this makes sense. Like you've got a really cool story and I want to dig into that a little bit now, but before we get into that, tell let's Hold on. I was going to say, you realize that Steve's going to take credit for all of this now, right? Oh, I give him <laughs> some, I give him some ammo, like- right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, I oh, remember that time I got you on that podcast. <laughs> exactly. That's why hundreds of clients. <laughs> but to be fair, that's, that's a good partner support because the, no, the poll that I put up was, who are the inspirational women that I need to have on the podcast? And when he said your name, I was like, he said like my lovely partner, Shay. And I was like, I love that. The fact that he put you forward as like somebody who's inspirational, kicking ass. I was like, this just ticks all the boxes. So he should probably get some brownie points for putting you forward for that. But (laughs) as long as he doesn't hold it over your head for too long, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, before we get into your journey, let's talk about your current business. So you're a PT at Revo. So let's talk about where you PT, who you normally work with, and sort of why you're passionate about helping that group of people. Yeah, for sure. So I I operate under my own business, um, mind you. So I'm working primarily at Revo Claremont um, and Inaloo only on Thursdays and Saturdays. Um, So they're full days there. Um, My clientele is um, women. So women, um, they all come from different walks of life from like 22 to 46 at the moment. Um, and they, they just have all different goals, you know, like wedding, engagement, um, overall health. Um, but a lot of them have come from, it's crazy, a lot of them have just come through Instagram, um, have come through from me sharing my journey, uh, my prep, sharing my past eating disorder of 17 years that I overcame. And I shared it like on the, for like over a year now. And I've just connected with these women over the last year. Um, nice. I don't know. It's really insane because um, I've, I've had a few referrals in there from Revo, but they've just come through connecting um, on Instagram. And um, 
and it's it's bizarre I didn't I didn't know what my market was I didn't know who my target audience was um but all the women have come to me I've loved working with them so good Yeah, that's awesome. And it shows that you're doing something right when people who are like your ideal clients are just reaching out to you being like, hey, like this resonated with me or this was a great post. Like, how do I get coaching with you further? That shows that what you're doing on social media and what you're doing with your coaching mm-hmm. is right. If, if they've sort of just landed on your lap and they're like, hey, like this is going to be a good fit. And they're like, you're perfect guys and you're really enjoying coaching them. That's a winner. So good work. Yeah, thank you. It's yeah, it's been insane. And I um I talk a lot about why. So my first question with any client, uh, any consult, I'm always asking, like, you know, you ask them about their goals and stuff, but it's why. Like yeah. always getting down to their why. And um, yeah, it's crazy. Like clients will come to me and they've already prepared their reason why. They're like, because they know that's what I'm after, which I'm like, this is this is weird because they're doing their homework before they even have met yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, that's killer. Yeah, she had like a notebook. She's like, all right, I've compared. This is my why. I listened to your podcast. I know you talked about this, 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 this. This is what I want. This is, it's it's bizarre. That's awesome. So (laughs) piggybacking off that, since whys are so important to you, Mm -hmm. let's talk about your why. Like why is Shay in the fitness industry to help these specific people get in the shape of their life? Yeah, it comes from... A lot of pain and suffering in the past like a lot um it comes from i've always loved fitness so ever since i stepped foot in the gym at 16 um loved it um uh, but then i i developed an eating disorder at about 18 19 um mm-hmm. and it stuck with me for a long time um i actually did pt at 1920 um when i was studying at the university a lot of like I guess expectations from my parents coming from an Asian background and particularly my dad. And it was like, you got to be at uni. Lord, yeah, yeah. Otherwise you failed at life, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, I failed. <laughs> um, and all I knew I wanted to do was PT. Like, I, and um, so I did that. I went off and I took time off uni. I went to do PT, had my morning clients, did all that kind of stuff. But I just couldn't, I couldn't keep up with it, um, with the schedule and going to uni and studying and evening clients, et cetera. Um, yeah. And then I, I was like, crap, I really got to please my dad and make sure I just do this degree um, yeah. and get it done. And, you know, like they were refugees. So I felt like I owed it to them. So I did that. I went and did that. I said, one day, I said, you know, one day I'll go back to doing this, what I really love. Um, one day became so long <laughs> it became <a> few, <laughs> one day became 10 years spent in the corporate world so you know you get a job then you get like pays well you get the promotion pays really good gets comfortable work from yep. home travel all all of those and then um then it just gets too comfortable to kind of leave mm-hmm. um and yeah and then with my eating disorder as well like i i think at the time i felt like a fraud kind of going through what I was going through and then doing PT at the same time, um, you know, telling people, you know, to eat well, nutrition, all these kind of giving them this guidance Mm -hmm. and then myself suffering with this kind of internal stuff that I wasn't dealing with. Um, And yeah, that just went for a long time and I never seeked help. (laughs) I never seeked help. I just thought that I could um, get over it by myself. Like it was just, it was a lot of ego. 
It was yeah, like, okay. oh, I've got this, you know, and I'd go through weeks and be feel fine. And then I'd go through a relapse. Um, and then it was just like self-sabotage in my mind. And mentally I, I was anxious. Um, I had depression, all sorts. Um, and then eventually I was like, okay, I clearly can't do this by myself and I can't get over this. Mm-hmm. And um, I reached out to a psychologist um, who I'm still seeing now to date. Um, yes, yeah, so I've seen, I saw her and it was the, the best thing I could have done. And I yeah, wish nice. I'd done so much sooner. And I didn't realise there were so many things that I had, trauma, childhood, all of these things that I kind of blocked um, that was wet, that was behind all of this eating disorder. Fear, fear failing was huge. Okay. Still, still have that fear, but I'm working with it, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then I, the whole, the, I have so much passion for this because, I'm in such a good place. Like the last few years have been, I feel like I'm truly living um, my life the way I want it. I feel completely, completely secure with myself as a person. I'm, I genuinely love myself. And I think good. not many women say that about themselves. Yeah, Not many 100%. women say that. Like I love myself. And I'm like, I don't love myself in the sense that I think I'm hot. I think I'm that. I just truly respect and honour myself. Yeah, that's awesome. I can do that. And I um, I just want that for so much more women like out mm-hmm. there to respect it, to move their bodies in a way that they love their bodies, you know, to have goals and still embrace every part of it. And because your yep. body isn't going to change like through every single phase, like my body's going to change. Um, yeah, and I just want, I want people, women to be empowered and to feel powerful and to be excited and, yeah, that's that's where it all comes from. Yeah, that's yeah, that's huge. And like you say, it's a lot of stuff that people probably don't really unpack and like think about along their journey. They just think like they just say, "I want to lose weight" or whatever, but they never think about why. And that why is sometimes like I've had women who hit me with some stuff that I've never heard before. Like before Christmas, I signed a woman up, and she's like, "I just want to be able to just get in bed naked beside my partner and not feel self conscious." And I was like, "Oh." Thing. like nobody's ever said that to me before but now i understand this woman more and then some people like having sex with the lights on like something that might seem normal to other people is something that people are really insecure about and they like like you said a lot of women just don't love where they're at and they don't love themselves and they're not doing that the stuff to make them feel empowered or make them feel sexy or confident or you know comfortable in their own skin you know and when they can get with a good coach like yourself who's been through such a journey and you understand your why and you can communicate that well to them either on a podcast or in person and ask them their why then the walls can start to come down and they can say you know what the reason why I want to lose weight is really this but I just haven't realized it until you asked me that question yeah oh for sure Absolutely. A lot, not a lot. When I've dived into more so than, you know, feeling good or looking good in bikini, it's more like, okay, I, I want to be a good mum. I want to be able, I want to be able, um, you know, I want to wake up not in pain every day. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's so many reasons. Um, and I, you know, I, I'm just not happy. And then it's, it's internal. It's all that stuff that's internal. It's, it's that mindset stuff, which I'm really big yeah. on. Yeah. That's huge, man. That's huge. And obviously you're doing a good job because you keep attracting these women who come to you like haven't worked this out before. And that's, that's huge. And it speaks volumes to the content you put out and the stuff you put out on your social media and your, 
your podcast and that where people are learning about this stuff before they even come to you. So good work on that, mate. But one thing that I wanted to like flip back to was you talked about, you know, the pressure you need to get your degree. Now you said, I'll go eventually go back to PT one day. And that day is just basically came recently, but what was the degree and where did you go after that degree when you decided you were still going to continue that path and not go straight back into the fitness industry? What did you do in between then and now? Yeah. Um, okay. So my degree, gosh, so exciting. It was uh, corporate governance and management. Um, oh, so, wow. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so, and then I ended up doing um, like in risk management and compliance uh, for okay. financial services. So completely different and very different to my personality because I'm really like fun. <laughs> I'm fun. And, you know, I love having a laugh and um yeah, working for like in that kind of corporate side is, it's not quite me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I was doing that for like for a major financial services organization um, and in total all up 10 years, 10 years. Okay. In my life. Um, I forgot what was the other part of your question. <laughs> this is my... <laughs> no, no, I think, you, I think you've answered it fine. But one yeah. thing I was going to say as well was you said earlier, that yeah. you now really love yourself and you feel like your life is on your terms and you're really living it. Did you feel like being that fun, bubbly person mm -hmm. that in such a like boring, like not that it's boring, like I don't mean everyone in insurance and risk and everything has to be like boring, but yeah. it's quite a professional, like it's seen as that sort of more, I yeah. want to use the word sterile. I don't know why sterile comes to oh, mind, but it's very clinical, wow. very like right? serious. Sterile, yeah. yeah. Yep. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there sometimes trying to. We're all kind of trying to disagree or agree to the definition of risk event, risk incident, and I'm like, yeah, oh. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, for the most part of my career, I absolutely loved it. Like I, okay. I really enjoyed it. I mean, what? But I, I think for me, I, I'm more creative. Um, and uh, like, I absolutely don't regret it because I think everything that I've learned so far has led me to here, hence why I couldn't make it as I couldn't, I didn't have the maturity, didn't have the experience, um, didn't have the personal growth that I've gone through to have made it successful the first time. Mm -hmm. Sorry. For me, like I learned about leading. I learned about what I really enjoyed. Like I learned, um, I loved dealing with people. So I was in projects. There were there were I was collaborating with people. I enjoyed um, mentoring. Like I took part in like mentoring as a volunteer as part of um, at work, and I loved that. It just didn't quite. I didn't put the puzzles together. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually, when I everything kind of put together, I was like, oh, "Wow, okay, I'm, I'm good." And I was told that I was good with people. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, it's, you know, personal training, coaching, love that. I love fitness. I love being able to help people, mentor. Um, but I just didn't love the profession. And it was coming yeah. towards the end where I was just no longer fulfilled. And I, I kind of got to the point where I can only grow in my career now if I was to move to Sydney um, headquarters because yep. based here, there was just no way. Um, and I was given opportunities there and I just started to realize that it was no longer like you get to a point where money, money just doesn't drive you. Like they were throwing me at this money, they'll pay for my expenses, pay for my flights to come back here to visit my family. But I just, I had to turn them down many times. And I was like, this isn't what I want to do. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like, I don't feel like I'm adding value. 
like in terms of like true influence, true impact. Um, yeah, so that's where where kind of my corporate career. Um, um, yeah, what's the journey been like? Yeah, awesome, awesome. And I remember I was speaking to you like you just mm. started Revel Claremont, and we were talking and. I was like, how's, how's business going anyway? Like, is it good in Revo? Because I know a few trainers peppered over Revo's all right. And I was just getting feedback from you. Like, hey, how are you finding it? Like, is business good? And you said, yeah, it's good. When I get to X amount of clients, I'm going to quit my job. And then I seen you, must have been about a month now. We would just cross paths in Revo in a loo. And I was like, hey, did I see you there today? I'm sure I could have seen you. And I was like, how's business? Is everything good? And you're like, yeah, I'm actually, I've hit this number and I've, I'm leaving my job. And I was like, oh, when? And you're like, oh, I'm actually like this week or whatever it was. And it was like that same week that I seen you just coincidentally had happened to be the week that you decided to write. That's it. So yeah. how, like, that's what I want to really dig in on. Like you want to yes. go from this very secure job. You got offers of, you know, further in it, moving to Sydney, moving further up the organization. They're going to pay for you to travel back and forth and still see family and do everything. And that, that's like a secure job. I think you said on your own podcast, it was like a six-figure salary. And now you've essentially went into your dream job, which probably at the minute anyway, isn't paying you as much as you were then. So it's a big decision, right? So how did you find that decision of security, six figures, you know, stable job to love what you do, have loads of influence and loads of impact and like create this life-changing thing, but you know, it doesn't pay you as much. Like, how did you find that whole decision process? Oh, scared as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're honest. Yep, good. Yeah. Like, I mean, fear, like terrified. Yeah. Or like, I mean, I have, the, the biggest thing that I've worked through with my psych was fear of failing. It mm -hmm. had been with me right from the get-go. I had this massive fear even to sit my uni exams that I actually didn't sit at all. <laughs> Okay. Like I was like, I can't fail. So I said to mom, can't sit it this year. She goes, what do you mean? I was like, I can't sit it. I'm too scared of failing. She goes, how do you know if you didn't sit them? I was like, no, I can't do it. Um, so for me, massive fear. And I think I've really, um, over the last few years, I know that I have this massive fear, but I know I've, I can't work against it and I can't let it control me or, or the decisions I want. I... I have to work with it. And that's what I've been doing over the last few years um, with mm. a lot of stuff like prepping for the first time, um, competing, which I wanted to compete 10 years ago. Um, and the biggest fear of my whole entire life has been quitting my corporate career to go all in on, mind you. Yeah. Um, it is, when I say it's a dream come true, it is an absolute dream come true. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, it's scary because I don't have any of that security now. Like I was working from home. Like I was literally working from home, you know, turning on my laptop at nine o'clock. I live by the beach. So I would wake up, go for a walk, train, turn my laptop on, dial in a few meetings, you know, shut my laptop at four, 4.35 and then I'm done for the day. Yeah. <laughs> comfortable. Very, um, yeah. But now I'm like, I don't have any of that security. Like I don't have super, I don't have benefits, you know, Um. But I really just had to ask myself coming towards the end, I was like, what, you know, I want to wake up every day knowing that I, I'm doing what I love on my terms. Um, I want to really add value into other people's lives. Like that's what 
my purpose is. Um, I know that I found my purpose and my passion. Um, it's beyond passion. It's like everything that I've gone through, my personal growth, my ED, um, you know, overcoming fear um, over time and time again, and I'm sure in the future as well, um, all of that is what has led me here. And um, yeah, and so over the last few months behind the scenes, and I think I just hadn't, it looks like that on Instagram and I, it looks like that suddenly, you know, I've got my job and then I've got these clients, business is great. Yeah. Um, so it does look like that, but behind the scenes, I, you know, I, two, two, three years ago, I did my qualification. So once I finished where I clocked off, like I did my courses, I connected with people. That was all the relationships that I built hasn't been because I've just come to me. Um, I've spoken to them, not like that I was trying to get them as clients, but just connecting with them and hearing their stories and hearing their why and um, relating to them. And, you know, they've reached out to me for help um, and for comfort. And, and then, yeah, before you know it, it was just like, it came to the point where I was like, okay, well, I've got clients in the morning. I'm coming home to, you know, do my corporate job. And then I was starting to get booked out in the mornings. And then I was like, okay, starting to, I'm unable to now <laughs> clock off. Um, so I, I had to think about it. I was like, there's never going to be a comfortable time to say, you know, I'm financially comfortable now to kind of pull the pin and say, go all in. Like, of yeah, course, yeah. it's always going to be that fear. Like, and, and so I just thought, what is a number of sessions, number of clients that I'm okay with? I will struggle. I know I will struggle. And there's going to be a massive gap between what I earn um, now, which is at the time my corporate job and PTing, um, that I'm okay to, to leave. And I, I think you need that fear. You need that fear and that gap to say, shit, I've got to make this work. Uh, yep, 100%. <laughs> You know, because if there's no fear, like you almost, you won't try, it's too comfortable. And so for me, um, I think when I had the chat with you, you were like, oh, okay. Because I said, because you said to me, oh, I didn't realize that you were working full time. I was like, yeah, I am. I'm doing this. I'm transitioning out. Yeah. That was the only way for, for it to all work. And so, um, you know, you asked me, you're like, oh, so how many sessions or how many, what's the number? Yeah. And I said to you, oh. About 15, like 15 clients, I think I've worked out like I'm never going to be comfortable, but at 15, I'm, I'm happy to. And yeah. then the next time I spoke to you, I was like, I've got 22, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's crazy. So by the time I re I resigned, I was like, this is it. This is it. Yep, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And then the goal now has to be like replacing whatever that number was from, yeah. from that building it to that level which no doubt will come over time as people realize the good job you're doing and everything's growing up but then you're like hi oh, on now I've built this like a year in two years in however many years to this bad boy where I can start paying myself super and give myself that security and everything else you've sort of short term taken the hit on you can then build back to be like oh hang on I'm actually gonna keep growing this and keep doing things and keep dominating so that it's it's awesome to hear and it's inspiring and that's why I wanted to talk to you about it because like when I came into this, I've pretty much always been self-employed, like apart mm -hmm. from very short employment terms for other people. Like, so I don't really get the, and I get the strategy behind like the way you've done it, yeah. but I, I don't get the feelings. I don't know how it felt to give up that security, that super, like every, everything that people crave when yeah. they look for a job, you're sort of giving up to go out on your own. And it's hugely inspiring because there's going to be people out there who, 
aren't happy in their job. They're not sure the next step. And it might not be the fitness industry. They might want to open up a restaurant or do something, but they've just got to work out how they can do that to make yourself happy because I can tell how much you buzz off the fact that, you know, it's three o'clock today, it's three 30 at the minute. We've been on here for half an hour and, you know, you're able to just fit things around your current clients, your training, everything else. And you've got so much more freedom to do the things that make you happy now. And you can tell that you're just happy and you feel fulfilled by it. And it's, it's just awesome to see. Oh, thank you. I, I am like, I, just I am I don't think I still have processed it because it's been go 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 since but it's just like sometimes I rock up at the gym I'm like holy shit I'm just I'm my own boss and yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm I'm getting paid to really like to help other people and we're having a laugh like you see on my stories and we like all my clients like I love seeing my clients like I have such Good. a great time um at the end of the day it's just like I'm like talking to Steve I'm like oh my god this this and they do this it's amazing um yeah so, yeah, it, it's just such a different feeling. It's, like, purposeful. It's meaningful. Um, and I just just seeing people, you know, even from the moment that they're, you know, they come in the session at 6 o'clock in the morning and they, they haven't had a great sleep, but then to turn that around in the next 45 minutes and they've come out and they're like, oh, thank you, like, I feel buzzed and for the day. Like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, just small things like that along the way. Yeah, that's epic. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. And what's next for Cher then? Like you're mm -hmm. kicking these goals. You've made the move from corporate to PT yeah. and your love and life. But what, yeah. what do you see as the next like 12 month plan or where would you like to be this time next year? Yeah. So I, I would love to have more online clients. So um, I, I have like big goals. My goals and my dreams do scare me and mm -hmm. look fearful. But they should. Yeah, they should scare you. Like they freak me out, but I, they're so big and they're so clear to me. Like I have it on my vision board, as you can see, like all there. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, but for me, is to have more online clients. I actually had my first online client from Ireland. Would you believe? Oh, nice. Crazy. Yeah, that's killer. <laughs> Crazy. Um, so, um, and then I would. Oh, look, I, I love to have my own gym. Love to yep. have my own gym. Sorry, like a small boutique gym. Um, I just really build out my mind you community. Uh, yeah, just I have so many ideas at the moment. Sorry. <laughs> it's sometimes it's just reading them in because when you're so passionate like you are, sometimes you've got to like put the blinkers yes. on and focus on that one thing for like that 30 to 60, 90 days. And then once you hit that, then it's like, okay, cool. Let me entertain this other little thing. But I'm sure you've got everything all mapped out. I can see that board behind you. I can't see what it says in it, but I can tell it's, it's frigging detailed. There's lots of words and numbers and, yeah. and all sorts of sections on there. So um, yeah, that, that's awesome to, to, to hear. It's awesome to see how well you've done since doing this. So now comes the point where people will be resonating with you for whatever reason, whether it's a bubbly personality, whether it's a story, maybe it's a location, maybe they want to PT it. Claremont or Unaloo and they just don't know who, who to go to or they're, they're at another gym and they want to come to see you sell yourself now let's tell people how they can get in touch with you how they can find the podcast how they can get some more share in their life yeah um so so you can find me at Revo Claremont so Claremont I'm mostly there Monday Tuesday Wednesday Friday mornings um to afternoon and then I'm based at Claremont um in Aloo on Thursdays for the most of the day um at the moment it's back-to-back -back clients so I'm booked out on Thursdays now um which is so weird because three months ago I wouldn't have believed to say, to say that now I'm saying that which is so crazy yeah. and Saturdays as well at Nilu. um mind you podcast is on Spotify you had issues finding it though so 
<laughs> yeah, I think I looked yeah. on Apple or so, oh no, what yeah. I was I typed in my mind you. I'm sure ah, that's probably why. Yeah, so mind yeah. you podcast um, on Spotify. I don't think it could be an Apple. I'm not sure. Um, but my Instagram is my dot mind you, or um, my personal one is my dot uh, fitness underscore Shay. Yeah, perfect, perfect. That's um, <laughs> that's a good plug for the podcast, and I think. I did find it on Spotify. I'm pretty sure you sent me the link actually. And I enjoyed the episode where you talked about mm. your transition. So if people are liking that sort of that, that, that sort of side street we went down at the end there of your journey, they yeah. might want to go and tune into that episode to sort of get a more in-depth thing. Obviously we can't cover everything about your feelings and everything as good as you can in a full, you know, 40, 60 minute episode. But that was a really good episode and the podcast is really good and you're getting lots of traction with all your clients and your socials and you can tell how much you buzz off this. So <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to see if we catch up on Wednesday, the 18th of August, 2022 of where, where we're <laughs> going to be at, you know, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just pumped for you. So best of luck with it. And I do encourage everyone, if you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot, tag, share, tag me, um message you reach out follow you do do all the good stuff guys her link i'll actually put it in as a link that you can click in the description below and you can go straight to her instagram page and follow her and see all her good stuff over there but she have you anything else you want to talk about before we finish hey, i just um I'm, i have to get you to jump onto my podcast absolutely anytime yeah. it's a two-way street man the relationship yeah, exactly. i'll have here, to right? get you on because i mean i have so many questions for you but i can't ask them here so i'll get you on my podcast Dude. but um yeah i just want to say thank you so much for having me on because um i was actually really nervous about this one <laughs> like, a lot of people are i know because i've been listening to you for so long and yeah so it's like so cool to kind of be invited on here and very very humbled and um yeah, I just want to say thank you so much. And I love all your work and content and I follow you closely. So just love that you're a family man and you kind of have like, you know, you're, you're very um, like everything under controlled and managed and you're, you know, your coach, but you're a family man, you show that and just, yeah, it's, it's humbling. And I love that. So um, yeah, just want to say thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. And like, you're obviously on here for a reason, mate. Like, honestly, yeah. like, regardless of whether I know Steve and he would have posted requesting it, if I didn't think you were a good fit for the podcast of that inspiring females locally or internationally, you wouldn't have got an invite on. Like I, I literally <laughs> messaged him straight back. I was like, oh, this could be a good one. And then messaged you and it was like, sweet. Like, so it's your hard work that has got you onto the podcast. I mean, you've done an awesome job. I know you're a bit nervous at the start, but everything flowed nicely and you've done an awesome job. And it's a result of the hard work that you've put in that you're sitting here now. So I encourage people, even if you're not looking to coach now, just go follow Shay because you're going to see some really killer stuff in the next 12 months. <laughs> and it's going to be awesome to see. Thank you so much, Oren. Honestly, thank you. I hope okay. to see you catch me properly at the gym. Say hello. I yes. <laughs> yes. I Because every time we see each other in the gym, it's like somebody's either talking to you or like I'll walk past yeah. you when you're doing a set. And I'm like, oh, I'll not annoy her. Or I've seen you walk past me when I'm doing a set. And I'm like, oh, she just walked past right. me. Like, like I literally just started my set and then like you're I think every time I go to say bye at the end there's always somebody talking to you I'm like ah I'll talk to her next time I mean just haven't caught up in person so next time we'll definitely say hi and we'll talk and we'll go from there then yeah for sure absolutely thank you so much thanks again awesome mate. well thank you for your time and we'll we'll chat about getting me on your one then and getting yeah. some some reciprocal love going on here and we'll yeah, we'll go from sure. there but have a great rest of your day mate and I will speak to you very soon 
Thank you. You too. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of The O Show. If you know somebody who needs to hear this episode today, please share this with them via message or on social media. Don't forget to also take a screenshot and share it on your story and tag me at Oren McCarry so we can continue to grow the podcast and help more people change their lives with the advice given here. Also, keep the five-star reviews coming over on iTunes as that helps people who normally wouldn't listen to the show find it and get the O Show in their ears and drive the podcast forward to help more people around the world with the advice here. Have a great day and I will speak to you soon.